That's what happens. Mm. Welcome to Cousin Chat with Donna and Brad, two proud educators and HBCU grads. Here, we talk about what matters. And so today, we're talking about therapy and we'll be exploring some reasons as to why some people don't go. Um, one of the reasons I think some people don't go is because they just don't have the insurance. Maybe that's probably a big reason. They think that it won't be covered. I think some people might be um, apprehensive about talking to somebody they don't know about their problems. And I also think that a lot of it has to do with the culture. Like I think our people, you know, African-Americans, like for a long time, were taught or raised to think or with the idea that what goes on in this house stays in this house or what happens in this family stays in this family and they just don't feel comfortable telling people outside you know what's going on with them or people just feel like you know well I can handle it like whatever's going on with them you know I can I can deal with it I'm strong you know I can I've I've done it this long you know I've made it this far you know, and, and I just think that, and maybe some people just don't believe in it. You know, it, it, maybe it worked for you, but you know what? I got this. I got this. What do you think? I mean, those, those you know, are just some reasons that I think some people don't go. Plus, and then I'll yeah. tell you why I, I just haven't, but I, you know, why I think some people don't go. Go ahead. Um, you, you touched on a really um, important point and that that being um, a cultural thing I think that's really important in that um, you know uh, it's it's really never been until sort of recently um, it's never been even sort of a go-to even uh, um, something in our thought process um, as an option um, when it comes to therapy you know um, one like you said uh you know, maybe they just don't know enough. They don't know enough about it. Um, again, it's also maybe just wasn't talked about in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if one did go to therapy, it was because they were, you know, like having some serious issues to the point where it may have been affecting them, you know, um, just as a productive citizen, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, again, it's, it's that fear. It's that unknown thing. It's the... The trust thing, you know, I'm, I'm talking to this person who doesn't know me. And to add to that, a lot of the times, majority of your therapists were white. Mm-hmm. And so there was then that, that mistrust, you know, I'm talking to this person who has, you know, been treating me as the rate, as a race, been treating me a certain way. I'm not going to then reveal my deepest and darkest secrets to this individual. You know what I mean? Right, fear um, that they might not understand anyway where you're coming it's, from. And, right, and that's just like just like educators, um, sometimes white educators going into black, uh, predominantly black uh, school environments and not really understanding the child, right? Not being able to relate to them. And I think sometimes that is important when it comes to a therapy, you know, to therapy too, right. where um, that's just something you wanna, like I know when we get, when we start talking about it, I know that that was important for me to have a therapist of color, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just, it's again, it's a personal thing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, you know, um, as a whole, uh, it's a, you know, it's a cultural um, issue at times, but um, you know, for some that's important. 
But I think also, um, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm so, no, no, no. I was just trying to think of, um, you know, other other reasons. Again, I think the cultural cultural component is a very important. Um, now, we could, I guess, look at, um, you know, reasons to go. Well, I'll, I'll say like one of the reasons I, I have never been now, I know that I probably should be sitting on somebody's chair or laying on somebody's couch and probably should have been a long time ago. But I just keep thinking of the first visit and how awkward it would be. Like, I just, I know everybody says that, you know, well, you just have to be comfortable. All you have to do is just go and like, check it out. You'll see. But I just feel like that first visit, because all I could just imagine is somebody is just me sitting down and then somebody saying, okay, you know, talk. Like, I just figure, you know, in my mind, you know, because you, you, know, you see things on TV and it just looks awkward. And in my right. mind, it's just awkward. And I yeah. just could see myself just laughing. Like, I, internally, of course, I wouldn't, you know, embarrass myself. But I could just see myself sitting there like, okay, who's going first? Like, because that's, you know, like, what am I supposed to do? And if they didn't say anything, like, it just would be awkward. And I just... That just that first visit, I'm like, okay, well, what's supposed to happen here? Because I don't know what to do. Are you going to talk? You know, like what? So just the thought of the first visit is like, I don't know. Because, Well, speaking uh, from experience, usually that that first visit, yeah, there's a little, there's a little um, anxiety, uh, apprehension, um, but a... uh, a skilled therapist, you know, the pretty much majority of that time is um, intake, meaning they're asking you specific questions, you know, on um, that uh, they, it's an intake form. So they're asking you specific questions just about your background, um, you know, family history, those kind of things. Um, uh, and, you know, they'll ask you the question and, and, and you can be very general or you can be very specific. They ask you a question like, you know, what, what brings you um, it like why why why'd you why'd you choose now to sort of come and want to talk and that's the thing and again sometimes you can say you know what I don't know I just I just feel that you know I'm I, I've been moved to you know um, talk to someone those kind of things and again there's no judgment it's sort of because what you're doing not only what you are doing is sort of you're you're about to establish a, a relationship and so it's one where you have to be comfortable and you get, you know, you're a good, you're a good judge of, of people and energy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think. So once you, when you go in there, you'll know, you'll know, you'll know that this is somebody I think I can, you know, uh, share with. Um, yeah, and, I definitely would. Right. And then, you know, if, if you don't feel that, <laughs> that, you know, if you don't feel that immediately. I'm laughing myself. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. You know, um, and, and also understand, you know, and what we what we as um, what we also have to understand is it's not an overnight solution. Okay, just like and we were talking about this sort of in the prep. You know, I was um, I was saying that it, I think also as 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 a um, as a people, you know, those who may have issues with therapy is to sort of change the mindset, right? Change yeah. it from change it from you know, um, 
this is something that I have to go to because I'm forced to go to or or um, that uh, you know I uh, that my doctors might recommend those kind of things um, instead of looking at it as such a negative thing look at it as though it's a part of your whole self-care regimen right um, those people some people like to go to the spa that that's you know that's that's therapy but that's that's physical therapy you know so you want to not only when you talk about self-care not only not only are you or not only should you take care of your physical self but you need to take care of your mental self and that's that's that should be now put under the category of self-care so now when you are filling out the form basically before you even sit down in front of somebody you're saying you fill mm -hmm. out a form and it's just a basic questionnaire you know yeah. and then yeah. uh See, the, the question that would get me is, what brings you here? Like, I don't, like, I just, so you you could just say, well, I just have never been and wanted to, you can't just say I wanted to check it out. Like, what do you, you know? Yeah, yes, you definitely could. Again, Dada, there's no right answer. There's no right answer because everyone is different. Everyone's reason for going to therapy is different, right? Mm. And sometimes you don't, you, not sometimes, a lot of times you really don't, you, you might not know specifically the reason why, you, why you're there, but you're inclined to go, you, you know. Um, and then what's great is as you are building that relationship with your, um, with your therapist, um, and then as, you know, and it's not all about where they're sitting and, and that whole vision of, the therapist sitting in a chair and are writing notes and yes. you're laying on the couch and all you're doing is talking <laughs> that i mean you're you're yeah sometimes you're on the couch sometimes it, it depends on the kind of sitting they want it to be comfortable usually the lights are a little dim i mean it's mm -hmm. not like totally dark but it's, a, it's again it's about creating a safe space it's not clinical at all okay you're not like a sterile environment um and sometimes they are taking notes but they're asking you specific questions. You're not talking from the beginning to the end. Most of the time, there's different things that they're they're, they're um, you know they're asking you, and then as you're talking, then they're ta they might pull something from what you just said because it's important, and then they will work. They'll go from there. You know what I mean? And and so before you realize it, you are like coming to realizations about certain things because what is great also is I don't look at it like I'm talking to this stranger who knows nothing about me. Okay. Okay. Um, and won't, won't be able to understand my, what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. It's more so this, this is a subjective third party who I'm talking to about certain things that are going on with me. That means their, their view, um, might be something that I can benefit from because again, they're from they're an outsider looking in, right? Mm -hmm. um, because you know I'm talking, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's um, that's how I look at it. I look at it that way, and not that this unknown person who knows nothing about me. Now the other thing, going back to um, a cultural thing for me, I um, I def, you know when I was doing a search, I googled I wanted um, black male therapists. You know what I mean? So, and it's very specific and, you know, they, it, they and then, you know, you want to get, it depends. It depends on if you want to go um, 
because there's so many now online that, with, especially with, yes. with uh, our current condition, our current mm-hmm. situation, that you can have you can have Zoom therapy sessions, which I do now. I have Zoom therapy sessions. Okay. Okay. Um, and so, just like this, we're talking now. This is what they. This is what you do. Yeah. You know. I, I, I might. So, I might. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing and is, you know, as soon as they say, "Okay, so tell me about your childhood," like, see, that mm-hmm. that's when I'm gonna be like, "Okay, well, it was good." Like. You know, that that's yeah. the open, that's the type but, of open question that I would be stuck yeah. with. But at least now I know, okay, you're telling yeah. me there's a questionnaire, mm-hmm. there's some mm-hmm. kind of lead in that they would have, like, because if you, you, yeah. know, you an open question like that, I'm like, okay, well, where is this supposed to mm-hmm. go? Like, am I leading it? Are you right. leading it? Like, because I don't know, like how, you know, so just the unknowns yeah. have mm-hmm. kept me mm-hmm. from, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Right. right. And also, I think I think um, I think one of the reasons uh, people sometimes fail to go is um, almost like a, a vain for for vanity's sake. You know what I mean? Um, just the because stigma attached. It, the stigma that that really it, you know there should be a stigma attached, ago. but there's because right, people are you know going I mean? now. So it's yeah. really not that much well, of the stigma that, attached now, like to these days. It's almost right. like and more, you've never been well, to therapy. The, like now, it's almost like there, exactly. it's right. a stigma because, if you haven't yeah. been. <laughs> but years ago, right, right, it especially was a little different. especially um, right, especially peeps of color who are really being um, more vocal, especially yeah. social media, which is a good you know, thing which is, because which is so, it no, I'm saying more it's definitely a good thing. To, to go and be open about going because even this conversation here you know Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. feel actually better about going I have close enough actually well let me yeah you just you have friends who go of course but you know it's not a bad thing like it's it's actually a good thing you know and and I'm actually I've been open to it it's not even like I've I've even said I'm never going or I don't want to go it's just been the unknowns like or the oh no I'm good or I'm okay or you know but people around you know when you probably need a a checkup you know what I'm saying or a tune up or or even when they think that it would be beneficial for you you know because I've experienced some losses like you know and it could not have hurt to just go talk to someone right and this and and I want to just uh add to that um also understand that therapy comes in so many different ways right so just what you were saying it's not always where i'm going and having a session with a therapist donna there are just where you're talking about um um, dealing with loss right there are all these different groups that are specific right so then that but that's also a, a form of therapy because you're dealing with grief, right? So you have your your grief um, your grief groups, you know. Um, there's there's AA, there's NA, there's all those different organizations where um, that I, that I look at as a form of therapy, um, and that also you know individuals could, should be aware of. So you know, again, don't let the reason of oh I can't afford it um, as uh, as you know, the reason being for you not going, you know, yeah, for, um, for any, like for anybody uh, or insurance for anybody or I don't for have insurance, time, because now, you know, well, especially and the thing time, is, look, 
because yeah. mental health is, is you well it is important it's, it's vital anything it's you vital. can do it's, to maintain it yeah you, you know and and I think a lot of you know a, and, and and I'll include myself you know we strong women you know we can handle mm-hmm. it we can yeah. push through you know yeah. we can we can yeah. do it all you know sometimes yeah. you know we we need a little tune you know we need but you, some, we need well again maintenance. You just, we need the, we need to check on ourselves sometimes well and and the thing is this too um um especially yes women especially black women um that that because they have they have always unfortunately had to carry the the you know um the load for forever and and you know, you don't realize the the damage that that does to one's body, not just physically, but also mentally. You know, and um, hey, some of us, D, we are we are that close to you know losing it, right? Um, and having that daily maintenance, that daily tune-up, is a way for you to address those issues, to let it go, um, and to keep moving. You know, um, and that's how I look at it. It's again, it's just, you know, um, and it's always not just about because it's not always just about, hey, I have a chemical imbalance or I have this, I have that and I need to go to a therapist because most of the time the therapist is not it's not um, giving you meds. I mean, right. and sometimes sometimes you do need that. Sometimes you might need an anti-anxiety uh, for um, pill. Sometimes you do need and, you know, to take anti-depression pills. Um, but don't let that be the only um, the only uh, therapy that you're giving yourself because that's not always yeah, um, no, the solution. No, no. You know, even as teachers, we take a men- mental health days like every now and then. Like, right? well, exactly. well, actually, I, I really don't take off a lot. Because see, to me, I like being like that's that's a stress reliever for me. Like being with the kid, like teaching and stuff. But see, mm-hmm. now huh, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. about what's ahead. That is, yeah. I, I am already pre-stressed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it hasn't yeah. even begun yet, so exactly. I already need to get into some kind of zone mm-hmm. where yeah. I can just de-stress before mm-hmm. I even get stressed. Whatever that looks like, I I don't even know what that looks like yet. I yeah. probably have to get with you on some yoga <laughs> positions or or something. And, because and we'll we'll talk about different little quick things that can be done. Um, one other thing I wanted to, uh, one other point I wanted to make was um, sometimes I think, um, and again, this is changing, but as a, as a, as a, a culture, I think also sometimes we rely too heavily on religion to solve all of the problems. Like, you know, whether there's some mental issues and all that, you know, we pray on it, God's got it. And, and sort of, we keep on trucking, but that's, you know, I look at it like, hey, you can still be religious and also go see therapy. That that having that other individual who is helping you deal with issues is not going to interfere with your relationship with God. No, it won't. Yeah. And true believers know that. Like I know, because yeah. you yeah. know where yeah. I am every Sunday. Well, you know what course. I mean? Like, yeah. right. so but I'm I know. just saying. Yeah, right. but a lot of right. people do. Like even sometimes Some people, people will that. stop taking medication. <laughs> Right. Because, right. you know, and everybody yeah. to each his her own. Yeah. Well, you know, I, the reason I brought it up, the reason I brought it up was, <laughs> the reason I brought it up was, uh, you know, when they were first uh, mandating um, that masks be worn out in public, and then some of those individuals are like, 
God's got me. I'm good. They, they were not wearing the mask because they said God's got them. And you know some of I mean? them so that, God truly does have right now. Yes. See, They're in his hands. Right. Right. And um, so. no disrespect, but um, you you can have both faith and therapy. You, you definitely can. You definitely can. And you could definitely have both. You mm-hmm. just have to want you just have to you know to do your research mm-hmm. you know i would say mm-hmm. definitely just like you would do anything else before yeah. you go to a restaurant some people you know look and look see what the ratings are what's on yep. the menu you know check that mm-hmm. out so if you're thinking yeah. about going to a therapist i would do the same thing do yeah. your research and, and, see where and they are. you'll be you'll be surprised like i mean again when you're doing your research and you're being very specific i want a black female therapist in this area who is an aka or a delta you know what i mean like you can break it down and you're going to get results so then that's only going to benefit you when it comes to your comfortability with that individual if those are things that you if those are specific things that you are looking for so you you feel that you can have a closer relationship exactly So, Brad, you know, I think this is um, a very beneficial chat for a lot of people. And, it's, you know, even for myself, I have um, heard a mm-hmm. lot of great information. So I'm surprised we never can, talked about it, like even just just the two yeah. of us, you know. Just the two but, of us. Um, well, we, we, we do. We do, but not, not just as one whole combo like this. No. But um, I do want to just offer a couple of different... Um, little tips, um, little little quick things if if one individual or people are feeling stressed and they really need to just, they need to release um, immediately. You know, you have the old, the old standbys where you count to 10 um, before you, uh, before you respond, if, if, if it feels like it's a heated thing, um, a heated situation, or you feel that there's an argument coming along. I think also, um, you know, I do the, if I feel some stress or some anxiety coming on, I do the breathe, you know, there's the breathing exercises where you can do the quick, the quick breaths where you do about anywhere from about 15 to 20 seconds where you just, <laughs> but you're using your abdomen when you're breathing. Um, and uh, you do that for about 15 seconds, you stop, you can do that again. Um, there's the one where you're just you're inhaling a deep inhale, you count to 10, and then as you exhale, you're smiling, which is sort of hard to do, but it also just helps you then focus on the smiling as opposed to the the negative. And when you smile, certain uh, endorphins are released. Okay, so that also helps you change your mood. Okay, those are just some quick things, uh, again, if you, if you need uh, a quick just release. Um, there's binaural beats. You can um, listen to those, and they're all on YouTube. Um, any kind of uh, music app, actually, SoundCloud, binaural beats. Um, there are certain wavelengths that are um, that are played in the different um, music, um, which helps uh, regulate certain levels in your brain. Your brain waves um, helps you sleep, helps you um, begin to think more clearly. Those kind of things too. So you can do it. You can have it on at night. I sometimes I'll have it on. Um, as a teacher, I'll have it on in class, especially when they're taking tests, those kind of things. Um, and just, it's sort of, it's sort of become my background noise in the class. Um, if I'm not giving a lecture, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I really appreciate everybody for hanging with us today. And we really hope you got mm-hmm. something, uh, from our chat, um, before we go, 
Brad, um, why don't you let them know how they can keep in touch with us, especially um, how they can find our podcast when they come out. Um, and that's every Friday morning, guys. At what time? 7 8 What time? 7 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Dee. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also you can see all our full podcasts on our website, cousinchat.com. Yeah. And so, you know, today, today's takeaway is simply just, I guess, as I have learned today from my cousin, just as you have, you know, we could think of um, going to therapy as kind of like getting a tune-up. You know, we get our cars checked periodically, I guess on a regular basis. We could think of our, you know, going to therapy as getting a tune-up. Um, if we go once, which I, I am going to try it out, I'll commit to that. Try it once and just see how it goes. And even if we don't like it with that particular therapist, I would say don't give up on the idea of going to therapy. Maybe it was just that particular experience with that particular therapist. Give it maybe another six months or however, you know, whatever amount of time. And then maybe just try it again. You know, maybe another therapist, do a little bit more research, maybe a, a suggestion from a friend or someone who's already going. But just don't, don't give up on it. And just as Brad said, consider it, you know, self-care. You know, we like our massages. You know, some people just like you go and get your nails done or if you get a pedicure, physical self-care. Think of Massage. it like yep. yeah. Think of it like a tune-up or self-care for your mental health. And I think that that is a good takeaway for today. Okay? So till we come back, think about that. I'm Donna. And I'm Brad. And this is Cousin, Cousin Chad. Chad. All right. Deuces. Bye.